Oh, there it go. Everybody watch out and look up. It's Keep Up with Stillman Sane and Osla Mala. Welcome to the show. I'm here with the rest of the Keep Up crew. I'm here with my comrades and cohorts. We got Osla Mala. We got our new guest host in the window pane for Zoom, Pokemon stoner Harry, executive producer, researcher, all types of things, man. Curator of our Keep Up playlist. We're going to update that very soon. You're going to see a bunch of new songs on there. Harry does most of the curation on there. Shout out to him. Then we got a shout out to John. That is ThundercatJohn.TTV on Twitch. I am on Twitch now. That is still been insane. So if you want to watch me play some Ghost of Tsushima or Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm on there. Then we got Neil. That's El Tribo on SoundCloud. He is also NS Comptex on Instagram. If you want your computer fix in the tri-state area for a good cheap price, that's our homie. He's a big time homie. And he's a part of the show. Those are engineers. Like I said, we got our hosts. What else do we need? We need some shout outs. Let's get some motherfucking shout outs. Time for some motherfucking shout outs. Go ahead, Oscar. Shout out our boy, Craig. Yeah, so as you can see, um, I got these just fresh top flight. As you can see, you can find him on Instagram. It is at top flight underscore drinks. He has watermelon flavor, tropical punch, passion fruit, mango, and um, promenade um, lemonade. So he'll deliver. It's five dollars per bottle, and hey, I'll just tell you this: delicious. I'll be taking, <laughs> I'll be taking those to the barbecue later, having some fun. So you know we've no social distance barbecue. Is, is there alcohol in those things? There actually is a lot. That of should be mentioned. Wine. All right, that should be mentioned. So right, yeah. good. well, we're an adult podcast, so it's okay. You know, people drink, they smoke, they fucking do the thing, they fuck, do the thing, do it, do it. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you, Craig, for passing by, stopping by, and bringing me these. Uh, it was pretty awesome, you know, and um, good to see you guys again. Uh, at, almost at this time last year, Vince, we got that memory where we were at the barbecue last year at the big up block party that that Chris hosts. So, you know, hopefully one day, you know, we can get things back to normal and life can go back to, to the way it was. The way it was, the way it was. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, we went to middle school with, I know, all his middle school memories. We're all nostalgic over here. But uh, TRCS, we had Nancy Verdi, we had Craig, we had Chris. We've shouted out um, Alex Smith, the TRCS crew. A big shout out to all of them. Again, Daisy Pena running that account, the TRC, uh, TRCS Knights uh, basketball team in sports. So let's get into some other fucking topics. What the fuck happened? Denied. Right. Oscar, we have been on a China spree. We had Huawei, the consulate, trade wars. We've been going. It's like we've been China obsessed. But, hey, they're in the news. So let's talk about some TikTok. Yeah, so early on Friday, Bloomberg has reported um, that Trump is about to shut down TikTok about probably today with an executive order. And, you know, I, we've been talking about this, Vince, um, for a couple of weeks now and how um, you know, the Chinese company uh, ByteDance is, is over there. They, Microsoft is even in talks to buy this company and bring it over here. So, you know, so, yeah, so we there's no comment from the White House right now, but, but it looks like it's going to be banned today. So you're going to have a lot of teenagers waking up going, where the fuck is my TikTok? So it's pretty much well, it. I, and I just, and just my luck, I was just trying to market on TikTok, actually, but... <laughs> It, he's getting bullied on TikTok is why he wants to stop TikTok. There's a oh, yeah, Trump definitely. impersonator making fun of him and he doesn't uh, like it. I mean, she is famous. What's her name? I get, get her name there. I'm not sure. We don't know. But she's great. She's hilarious. We need to mention her name. 
But um, yeah, she is famous on TikTok, but I don't think that's the reason. The big reason is they do a lot of data collection. Yes. And uh, and they've done this before. Qualcomm, Qualcomm was about to get bought out by a Chinese company. And uh, ZTE is in big odds with us right now. Sarah so big- Cooper. Ah, Sarah Cooper. Name? She's very famous on TikTok. Yes, she does impersonations through voiceover. Um, the big one was uh, his game plan for 2020. Um, if he got reelected, I believe he was on Hannity, one of his biggest cheerleaders. So that was funny where he got exposed on there. He's been exposed on Fox News. There's nowhere where he can't get exposed anymore. Let me fucking adjust this again. I wanted to, I wanted to get the shirt, guys. I wanted to get Oscar's favorite rapper out there. <laughs> I just wanted to shout him out, Logic. You know, Dad bod out there, Mr. Twitch himself, Mr. Seven Figures. No Mr. pressure, Bobby, no pressure. Right, Bobby Valentino. Not Bobby Valentino. Bob, uh, Bobby Tarantino. It? Oh, Bobby Tarantino. That's right. That's right. Mr. Frank Sinatra Jr. Anyway, so uh, Congress grills Silicon Valley and Attorney General Barr. Let me just get into Barr real quick because it's only quick. Uh, Oscars is more meaty. Pause. Um, <laughs> Uh, Attorney General Barr, like we said, he has been the attorney general before for other corrupt administrations like the Bush administration. Depending on who you ask, some people call Obama. Shout out to him and RIP to uh, John Lewis, uh, a representative and also activist in Selma. And uh, we need to get rid of gerrymandering. We need to get rid of. um, Sorry. Donald Trump. Trump. You definitely want to get rid of Donald Trump. Suppressive voting uh, laws. Um, voting act, the voting rights. He was all about that. So everybody's saying that Obama politicized um, the eulogy. He did not. That was that was what uh, Lewis's life was all about. It's better than Marco Rubio getting the wrong person, getting Elijah Cummings as part. Like they can't tell the the different black people. Shows you how much Cubans love black people too. But anyway, uh, so like I said, so AG Barr, he basically was defending the police, saying he saw nothing about institutionalized racism, saying that uh, he believed that whites were getting killed on a more regular basis than blacks. So anything, he basically was a parrot to Trump. So there's really no news on there. We know about that. So let's get into Silicon Valley lying their ass off the Congress. We had Steve, not Steve Jobs. We had uh, Tim Cook. We had Jeff Bezos. We had Mark Zuckerberg. They were all on, um, actually, it was Cisco. Cisco something where it's their own platform. It's a really rich platform. (laughs) So uh, CEOs from Google. So get into it, Oscar, please. Yeah, so this was basically Congress um, coming up and, you know, telling them, hey, look, we have emails from you, Mark Zuckerberg, where we all know Instagram has been out since 2012. I actually had it before it was even launched on Android because I had an iTouch back then. And the biggest thing about this is all these companies, whether it's Insta- um, Facebook, obviously, buying out Instagram and these emails saying uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he's scared that Instagram was taken off and it was becoming so popular. And yeah, you know, when- great mention, great mention. That was a very yeah. good point. That's, so a, when- that's a huge antitrust right there. And obviously it's overlooked because Silicon Valley is untouched and unregulated. Exactly. So when you have all these companies just buying off every small company, it's it's not good for the market. It's monopolizing everything. And not not only that, but the fact that they're sending out they, they're sending out all these emails and these emails are out there now. It just goes to show you all these billionaires just want to keep everything to themselves. You know, um, I actually learned about Apple and how they they do their apps. Um, there's a there's Third an app party thirty percent. Yeah, there's an app called Telegram, and they've been at they've been at it with Apple, and it's basically Apple tell Apple can tell them no, you're not allowed on here. We don't want you. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not right for the, for the little guy, you're trying to get on a platform and you have this major corporation that 
it won't hurt them to have you on there. So it's not right, you know, and hopefully Congress can do something about it. They, they were in talks about maybe dividing all these companies up into smaller companies, but who knows if that's going to happen, you know? True. True. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the government uh, intervening in free enterprise and I don't think any conservative is, I'm not a conservative, but, uh, but if you are about the free market, this shouldn't be happening, but they should also be regulating themselves. They do not when it comes to uh, misinformation on the internet, when it comes to uh, regulating themselves with like with women, minority hires, um, workplace harassment, um, essential workers with Bezos, so bringing people out, so getting packages and shit like that, uh, union busting in Seattle. They're they're big time. They and and like you said, like he monopolized pretty much the inst, uh, with Instagram and WhatsApp, and uh, he pretty much he owns social media. Uh, and now with TikTok, uh, just because China owns it, pretty much. Wow, and my internet's unstable. What is going on? You have lots of technical difficulties. Gosh, but uh, yeah. So now TikTok is a threat, and TikTok because of data breaches, because uh, they believe that China owns it, but they also have a U.S. CEO to distance themselves from that. And Trump either wants to have TikTok bought by the U.S. or they want TikTok just to be dissolved through, like Oscar said, executive branches. And uh, yeah, fuck these uh, companies. I love social media. I've made a lot of money off of social media. That's how we market our show. But yeah, they do need to be reeled in. The last time an antitrust uh, law, like a really beneficial one, came into effect was like 50 years ago. So something's going to happen. There's no reason why they're talking to them and nothing's going to happen. A lot of the uh, a lot of the attorney generals, like the, the Southern District of New York, a lot of the of those district attorneys, the career attorneys, they are they've been developing a case for years on these guys. So definitely something's going to happen. Something with the Internet's going to get regulated. It's not going to be as free as everybody uh, saw it before. So get ready for that, guys. Um, sorry about that. That was a little lengthy. Oscar, tell us about uh, Marlins uh, players acting real naughty and ha- and threatening the baseball season. Man, Fred might shut it down. Yeah, so um, does the commissioner of baseball last night said he, he might have to shut down the season, um, a short 60-game season, which is going to really suck. I just got back into baseball, and I'm already watching the Mets lose every other game. So an internal investigation by Major League Baseball has been conducted, and now – they are saying that they have had they, they are aware that players after games and before games are have been seen at hotel bars and they're just not conducting themselves in a timely manner you know the, the, the biggest reason why the NBA bubble is so successful is because it's all inside one place so maybe MLB needs to think about this traveling from city to city might not yeah, be the dumb. answer yeah, I don't know why the NFL is going to reckon with that too. They're they're not in a bubble either. They're outside. Yeah. They're, they're they're definitely going to get a lot and, of, uh, and they have. They have been catching people too. And this is going to affect you know every sport down the line. You're going to have um, college football coming down. It's going to affect everything. And yeah. maybe they should take an example from the NBA bubble. You saw you see how it's working. You have the WNBA also in their bubble, and it's working, man. So we got true. Take it. So shout out a quick shout out to the NBA's Jonathan Isaac and uh, Sam and the MLB's Sam Coonrod of the San Francisco Giants. They both did not kneel. They both did not respect the Black Lives Matters initiative of both of the leagues. That's okay. It's free speech. It's all right. Do what you got to do. We're not ostracizing them. They both had unique reasons. They both were religious. Jonathan Isaac did it because he felt like Black Lives Matter wasn't bigger than Christ. 
And, you know, that's controversial in its own right. And uh, so whatever, I don't excuse him either. And so Sam Coonrod said something of the same length. He said that um, Christ, yeah, he doesn't believe anything is better than his religion. And Clay Thompson basically clapped at only Coonrod saying, uh, bringing up Oscar Grant from Fruitvale Station. Michael B. Jordan played him in a movie that was right, was wrongfully never nominated. That was crazy. That was a phenomenal movie. Right. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Oscar. You guys were right. That's a great movie. And so and and Harry's right. We got to move on. Let's move on. What the fuck did I hear? What the fuck did I hear? And so, Oscar, tell us about Michelle Obama's podcast on Spotify. Yeah. So this is um, a deal that she had for maybe about a couple of months into works. And it finally came out. You know, I love podcasts. I was really excited. And she actually has a Barack Obama on there, too. Right, get that hubby, get that hubby. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's about 49 minutes. It was perfect. Um, it was easy to listen to. They're so eloquent, you know, and they talk about their experiences of going to elite colleges. And it's it's something that it's a good example for even for kids that are trying to go to college now and what you have um, to look forward to. And not only that, but if you go to these elite colleges, she basically explains the opportunities that can be open down the road and why it's so important to go to college. So I, I actually True. really appreciated her opinion. Um, I really love the podcast, too. I think they did a great job. Obviously, it's on Spotify, so they have money, and they can produce something amazing. Nice. And uh, who else's uh, podcast is on Spotify? Ours. That's right. <laughs> we're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. We are on – well, not Google Play. It's not Google Play anymore. It's Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on SylvanSane.com. Anywhere you can think. YouTube, obviously, and a congratulations to you guys. We made it over a hundred subscribers. Hercules, Hercules. So uh, Lion King on Ice, that was J. Cole. J. Cole is still doing it big. I just followed him on Twitter. I didn't know he was that active. He really is, actually. So um, he's really dope, and I love him. I love his social movements. He should try to talk a little less at concerts now because he's a little too social. He had that penitentiary last time, that penitentiary... um, and he was in the the orange jumpsuit. I'm just like, dude. But it was great anyway. Uh, Summer of Love, Jay Balvin, uh, who added that? I did. That's right, Jay Balvin. I love him. Colors was a great album. He's amazing. Go ahead. Tell us about it. Yeah, so this actually just dropped on last night. And um, I start, I listened to a little bit this morning. And, hey, it's it's Jay Balvin. If you like that kind of music. Like I do. That, 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 Stop the fidgeting, man. The mad noises. <laughs> If you like that flavor, it, it'll be great, you know. And it's J Balvin. It's, it's short, about six to seven songs. So it's a good, it's a great EP. Nice, cool. All right, so that's it on the music front. Uh, we'll be talking about Beyonce in the watch section. That's a little sneak peek. So let's get to what the fuck did I play? Denied. And so Nintendo had a Giga Leak, and Oscar's going to tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, back in April or March, um, Nintendo was actually hacked. And, you know, this goes back all the way to when Star Fox had come out. Um, all the way even Love back Star to, Fox. Yeah, all the way back to Star Fox 2, which is about 30 years ago. They, they started reporting, um, you know, certain games that were going to come out. We were supposed to have another Pokemon game than just Red and Blue, but it, it never reached daylight. Um, the biggest thing of, of all, the whole news is, uh, is, to be honest with you guys, it's, Super Mario 64, not including Luigi. And, you know, they, there's a lot of people that have modded the game, but they actually found Luigi in the files, hidden. And oh, they, yeah. They never released it, which is 
like Nintendo basically is saying, "Hey, look. Nintendo's uh, notorious for that, leaving extra files in their uh, games do it all the time. All bunch, okay. all games do. I, yeah, I've only, I've only heard of Nintendo actually. I've never heard of uh, yeah. I've, I've seen like extra characters in like Smash Brothers and stuff like that. Like it's been crazy. Yeah, so it it just re- it sucks, you know, because I remember Mario sixty four was one of my favorite games on the sixty on the Nintendo sixty four, aside from Goldeneye. And we never had Luigi. We finally get to see what he looks like in that 3D environment. And to be honest with you, it looks like just a reskin Mario, just green. <laughs> so, I mean, they could have given it to us probably. They didn't. Nintendo's out there saying some bullshit about, oh, we didn't have the the, the right amount of um, cartridge space in there. But he's out there, you know. So it's pretty cool that we get to see him 30-something years later almost or 20-something, however many years since the 64 came out. All right, cool, 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 cool. Uh, talk to us about the hack on Twitter real quick before we get into uh, the Emmy nominee. Yeah, so um, they finally arrested the the two in the, well, one of the individuals that's here in the United States, a seventeen year old from Tampa Bay, Florida, Edward so, Snowden Jr. Yeah, so this kid, you know, he he was able to infiltrate. Um, now I did read something that was crazy. Since he is seventeen, he's still a minor, but under Florida law, he can be tried as an adult. I know they need to stop trying children as adults. That that that's like so overdone. Yeah. So, and another thing is, he wasn't the only a person um that was a part of this. Uh, there was another person, I believe, Vince. You said it during our pre meeting. Some twenty two year old. Um, I think I'm not sure if somewhere in the Middle East. Yeah, there was a couple. Yeah, but, but he's the major one. Obviously, he's from the U.S., so he's going to get more coverage. Instead of putting these kids in jail, why not give them a job? Like they hacked your system. They should work for you. What is this, like, what is this, burn notice? What is this, that, that show White Collar? Come on, Harry, it's not Hollywood. No, I'm joking. They do do that. They do hire, uh, they do contract people that have hacked. You're right. Those are most of the people they have hired. But most of the people, like in the FBI and agencies, it's mostly um, detectives, not detectives, sorry, accountants and lawyers. Catch me if you can. That's right. That's right. So, what the fuck did I watch? Ah! We're going to get into the 73rd. Emmy nominations. We're gonna keep it brief because in previous seasons I did I did go, but you know what? It was only me first, and so then I was getting used to it. And Jamie, you know, miss fucking bringing up every goddamn uh, reality TV show known to fucking man the Bachelorette, the Bachelor Who, the Bachelor fuck off. So anyway, rant motherfucking over, um, <laughs> or is it ever over? Um, Find out next week. Not- Right, outstanding drama series. Um, I'm not na- I'm not naming all of them, but I'm happy Better Call Saul is on there. Pretty much all the shows that I'm on there. The newcomer is The Mandalorian. Everything else, Succession, Stranger Things, they've all been on there before. We're excited about that. Who are you guys excited about on the best drama series? I want Mandalorian to win. Nice. What do you got? Harry? I have no. I, I'm over these award shows personally. I don't care who wins. Do you have a fi- not to win, but do you have a favorite in that list? The Mandalorian. Then gotcha. the only one I've seen. Outstanding comedy series, Welcome Back, Curb Your Enthusiasm. We got Dead to Me, Insecure, Issa Rae. That's her first time getting in for the comedy series and for her acting. Maisel is a new, uh, not a newcomer, but like always on there. Shit's Creek is on its last season, so hopefully it gets something. And What We Do in the Shadows, I saw the movie. I never saw the show you guys have. I need to get into it. The Emmys, uh, obviously I need to get into it because you guys all recommended to it. But now the Emmys reaffirmed it. Uh, limited series, we're not going to get into all of it. Mrs. America, I need to watch that. That's on FX with Kate Blanchett. That looks great. Little Fires Everywhere was great. Unorthodox, we loved. Watchmen, you guys are going to get into. I got to get most, into that. It was the most Emmy nominations. It, to me, it was the best show of the year. 
So it, it rightfully got that. Um, a bunch, uh, anybody? Yeah, the same people for uh, best acting: Steve Carell, Jason Bateman. For women, we got uh, anybody new? Zendaya from Euphoria, HBO. This is her first Emmy nomination. Giancarlo Esposito, like we said, he made a limited appearance. Uh, uh, he got one for The Mandalorian, and he also got one for Better Call Sal. Uh, like I said, a bunch of Emmy nominations for The Morning Show, a bunch for Big Little Lies. We got um, a bunch for Handmaid's Tale. Andrew Scott from Back Mirror. He's from Fleabag. And uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. I'm excited. I Most of the shows that we watch, most of the things, and, and that's part of the show. We curate, we, t- we give you the the skinny the lowdown so you don't have to like go fucking flipping through the channels you don't have to like take your remote and like look aloof and you can get down to the netflix and chill the chill part could be the 90 percent part that could be you could be netflixing and you could be chilling in a much more expedited form you can get that dick in there get, get your whatever whatever you got to do man whatever the, the fucking smash city whatever it's going on let's keep it going all right so Todd McFarlane had a documentary. It's called Like Hell I Won't. And like hell, Oscar will tell us about it. Yeah, so to be um to start off, I'll tell you about this. This this documentary reminded me of what we're doing, this podcast. You know, people say we can't do it, we can't this is not something that's possible. And this is basically what he did. You know, he started working at Marvel in the early nineties, but his story goes back to when he was a teenager. You know, he was um he's actually from Calgary, Canada. So he basically was always into comics as a teenager and he was, he started drawing. And then once he saw that one of his favorite um, comic book artists is actually from Canada, that's what inspired him. The fact that he saw some, one of his fellow countrymen being able to do something that is what basically he started drawing and started sending all his drawings to DC, Marvel, all the publications. And he's one of, he's one of the originals on Marvel though. Yeah, no, no, no. But this is before he actually was hired. So, oh, gotcha, gotcha. When they all rejected him, you know, they showed the letters. Um, you're not that good. You, you you're not work, that good. <laughs> you need to work on, you know, some of the letters. They even said you need to work on your drawings, um, skills. Whether it's your hands, your muscles, you know, Tag McFarlane is one of a kind. And finally, he was able to get a job at Marvel. And they told him, here's, you know, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna work on the Hulk. You're not gonna touch Spider Man or anything else like that. But this is a guy who would take no for an answer. So instead of listening, go for your dreams. He went into the Marvel office, into the Spider-Man office, and just you know did his own rendition of it. And it's what we know: the big webbings, the thick webbing with the big lines. And every time they told him, "No, you're not able to do this," it's when he was able to do this. And now Jim Lee is also um, another one that that's part of the documentary because they go hand in hand. Um, if you guys are aware, he was the one who created Spawn, Todd McFarlane. But before he was able to do that, he left a Marvel with Jim Lee and a bunch of other comic book artists. And the reason that they had to do this was because Marvel had creative license to everything. So you couldn't just go and create something and have it for yourself. So he, they basically went on and their biggest rule was whatever we create, it's for us. So don't mess with my intellectual property and, you know, we'll be fine. So they were able to take on Spawn. You remember the movie that came out in 1997? All right, you're telling us the whole doc. No, no, yeah. no. And you're giving us we a gotta whole like, bio. We got to keep going. A whole bio on Tom McFarlane. Not that we don't love Tom McFarlane. All right, so pretty he's much. Also, he's also the publisher for The Walking Dead. Um, he found the guy, like, he pretty much found the guy that created that. That guy, Robert like, Kirkman. snuck it in there. That was a great story on that, too. I didn't see it, but I will. 
Let's get into the news about Universal and AMC theaters reaching a deal. I don't think that's going to save AMC theaters, but that's a big deal. It's also going to set the standard of three weeks of a premiere from going from theater because the theaters still need to make money. They'll go bankrupt. They're probably going to get phased out. They're probably going to become obsolete, but this is their last uh, ditch effort to try to do that. And AMC is trying to do that deal where it's now a standard of from theater to distribution to streaming three weeks uh, span. What do you guys think about that? I think it's, you know, dumb. Just give me the streaming. I'm not I'm not going to go to movies if I have to wait three weeks to watch the movie. I can wait. <laughs> there you go. All right. There we go. And Save hey, money. Exactly. And who, who who's going to the movies right now? During, right? Like, I could just chill on a, on a bed watching whatever movie I want to watch. With and money. hey, once these movies get released, you know what you know what happens. They get released. I look them up online anyway, you know? <laughs> and, and these movies will, if they get released in 17 to 21 days, they're going to be on, that means they're going to be on torrents maybe a week earlier. So right. we'll what rhymes with what rhymes with tenant torrent? <laughs> so we'll get ex, you know early access, and tenant is going to be um actually I think it's about to come out in in Europe first before it actually hits the US. So hopefully they can get us a copy here. Hey, that's right, three ninety nine, the best price. So uh, Fire Force, talk to me about that. Yes. Crunchyroll. Fire Force is this dope anime. It's about a bunch of firefighters. Some have uh, like they're extra firefighters, like they have special powers. You can watch Crunchyroll on HBO Max, by the way. I know. I found out. I'm a little hyped on that. Well, well, I'm glad that you know, but our audience needs to know. Good job. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so it's about about this kid who, like, his family's house got burnt down, and people see him as some, like, demon. So he's been ostracized, and then he joins the fire force, and he kicks him ass. Demon with a D at the end. I like that. Demon. All right. Fucking demon. (laughs) Demon. There's no D at the end. That's just how I speak. Gotcha. It's a dope show. The Talk sound is great. The Umbrella. Tell us about the Umbrella Academy yes. season two. Umbrella Academy. I saw a few, a few episodes. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's right. basically centered around the assassination attempt of John F. Kennedy. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, at the end of the first season, something happens. I'm not going to spoil anything, but they just time travel each <laughs> into individual times in the 60s. And like, then they find out the world's going to end again, and they got to save the world. Nice, that sounds all right? Sounds uh, sounds like every superhero story, but it's very hot. Um, yeah, are they, they're, this is the last season, right? They're just doing two seasons. I'm not sure how many seasons they're doing. I don't think they're going to stop at two. I know the boys is only. I know both of them are being capped pretty early. I know that was in the news. The the um, Netflix is not actually Netflix, and all of them are just going to pretty much do three seasons and out on most shows. That's perfect. So Some seasons don't need to last more than three seasons. That's true, and it's very expensive to do the umbrella. So um, to cap this off, Beyonce came out on, pretty unique. Um, not unique that she comes out with visual albums. She does it often, actually, Lemonade, all that good stuff. Uh, Beyonce, the self-titled album, that was a, uh, a visual album. Both very awesome. She's gotten Emmy. She's not Emmy. She's gotten all types of awards for doing the visual album. She's probably the best at them. Her Maybe Lady Gaga is like the only one that puts better effort or puts the same kind of effort as uh, the visual albums. But I saw Black is King on Disney Plus. That's where you can catch that if you want to listen to some of her singles on Spotify. But she's still the bomb, man. She's still got the Bay Hive. Um, the song is amazing. She talks about a lot of activism in her songs now. Like uh, uh, she, she's killing it. Even with the infusing the rap, uh, she does a really good job. You heard her on the Savage remix. Uh, do you guys have anything to t- top on that before we move on? Uh, just looking Not forward to actually watching that. You know? Not at all. Sounds good. Oscar, uh, not Oscar, um, 
Harry, when we when we become famous and we meet Beyonce, we are snitching on you. We're gonna say I am gonna be if I meet Beyonce, I am gonna freak out. Don't worry on that. Episode seventy five, we're gonna be like we we're gonna bookmark this. We're gonna be like Beyonce and her agent, Blue Ivy. We're gonna be like Blue Ivy, Blue Ivy. (laughs) We're sorry, we Harry doesn't represent us. He he represents us ninety nine percent of the time. That one percent. Get the fuck out. We couldn't stop him, man. We couldn't stop him. Sorry, sorry, Blue Ivy. Sorry, ho. Sorry, ho. <laughs> Sorry, ho. What the fuck did I say? I'm playing bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks. And this episode is called "Look at the fuck up," and we're trying to keep things short on our on our overlay. Where, as you see, we're going to have a different overlay. We're going to improve that on episode seventy five. We got Harry's gorgeous face. He's gorgeous. Fatch. I got the face for radio, you know. We need to, yeah, we need to work on the fidgeting, though. There's a lot of noise going on there. I will edit that out, obviously. But goodness gracious, you move like a fucking kindergarten kid. <laughs> but anyway, and ask you, you need to smile more. I keep telling you that, man, for our fucking YouTube shit, man. Everybody keeps saying that, like, you got like this darkness and you look like a fucking raccoon. <laughs> Racist, but true. So anyway, uh, it's called Look It Up. And like you said, last week we had the generational pull. We were summarizing uh, where we are with our generations and our errors, our roles and our responsibilities. So we have a social media manager. Sorry to call her out. I love her. Um, she's doing a decent job. She's doing her thing. Um, Anama, um, shout out to her. Thank you so much for helping us out. Thank you for being our social media manager. Thank you for doing the post and uh, sometimes not doing the post. But uh, so she comes up in the example. I we were talking about copywriting and she asked what a copywriter was and we were texting on Instagram and she kept asking what it was. And I and not kept asking. She asked it once and I explained it. I explained the definition. I pretty much had a textbook definition of what I explained to her. And then I gave her two examples and she still went on and said, what is what, what is a great copy? Because I said she did a great copy. She did um, a great job with the captions in the Instagram post. And so this is happening to me all too often. So now I've gotten to a point where I can't reach her. So I'm just like, look it up. She was perturbed by this. And she's not the only one. Maria, my graphic designer, she's done this many a times when we were in class, when she was my instructor and when she was a graphic designer of the show. Um, when they when you just like, when you can't explain something anymore, especially now, now there are people that are dicks, by the way, they say, look it up. Yeah. There's somebody in our family that does that all the time. And he just, he just says, look it up for anything. You're just like, what am I in this conversation for then? Like, I don't understand like why you, so I get that. But when, but when like in this situation where you can't explain it thoroughly, get the fuck on Google, man. Just in the age of goddamn information. This is, you can literally get information anywhere. You can get it on Pornhub. You can get it on the fucking back of a cereal box. There is nowhere where you can't get fucking information. Why the hell, when I say look it up, are you looking at me like I got a fucking dick on my head? Like, look at the fuck up. <laughs> no, I don't get it. I don't get it. Somebody explain it to me. Somebody get me off this damn ledge. And you know what, Vince? I, I totally agree with you because they will have these conversations whether. You know, you're talking to somebody in your house, your family members, and all of a sudden, you're, you know, they'll try to present this argument with you, and you could be like, "Just fuck, I'll fucking Google it. I'll prove you wrong." And there's, and there's even been many times where take seconds. I'll Google shit, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, I was wrong. Let me let me try to be quiet." 
and oh yeah, and then it takes a couple of minutes to validate it too. You can't just like find any search result. Yeah, you gotta, like, exactly. Because sometimes they'll put like a blog or something like that. That's like the fucking source. You're just like. Who is this Timmy from fucking Seattle? Like, who gives a shit what he thinks? Or sometimes they'll put up like a New York Post article and it'll say opinion. Like, that's not news. That's fucking your opinion. I don't give a shit about your damn opinion. That's not news. Oh, man. That's funny. I don't need Tucker Carlson telling me like what the fuck Black Lives Matter is. Cracker Lives Matter, maybe. But not Black Lives Matter. No thanks, Tucker. Fucker Carlson. Anyway, just my luck. Um, my sister visited and shout out to her and shout out to the new addition to the family. I love my dog Saturday and I hope that she is a great big sister because we just got a new puppy. Her oh, name wow. is Wednesday Adams Sanders right. and that's she awesome. is a black lab. I may be jumping the gun a little bit, but she has a cold. That's not, that's why she's not with us. Shout out to Ralph and Jenny. They are fostering her. her. They're fostering her until she gets better. My dog is of the older variety. She's a senior citizen. So if she catches a cold, it's pretty much a wrap. So, but the puppy has a cold, so that's okay. She was in a litter, very expensive dog. Uh, I thought that they were worth like $1,200. This dog is like almost worth 5,000. What? And so here's what happened. My uh, my brother-in-law, he works for a company that does this. And sometimes they renege. Sometimes they renege on the uh, and the dog is in transit, especially with this COVID stuff. And so the fact that he was sick, the she, sorry, not he, she was sick. A lot of them. Yeah, I see. Um, a lot of them um, get lost in transit. And so a lot of them don't have homes, so they either have to get fostered. So luckily, Ralph was there to foster the dog. He was able to set it up and we're going to adopt her. Oh, and awesome. uh, yeah, my dog is extra jealous. And but it's it's cool because Maddie was our dog before, which was a black lab as well. So it's going to be hilarious to see my dog Saturday react to it. She's like, hold up. There's a puppy form of this dog. Like what's good. Hold up. I remember this dog. Like, and she'd be reincarnated. Yeah. And so I introduced Saturday to Maddie as a puppy. Like Saturday was like this big and Maddie was a full grown dog. So it's like full circle now. It's like now, now Saturday gets to be the mentor. Saturday gets to be the big sister. And I'm just, I was really happy. Like I, I'm a little sad too. Cause like we're, you know, you know, things are like transitioning and stuff, but at least, you know, my dog will have some company. At least she'll have a friend. And, um, at least that this puppy will have a, somebody to teach her how to be a good dog. So I'm just happy. And no sitting in the house. But anyway, uh, just my luck was because we made a good joke between myself and I, me and my sister. Uh, and I said, uh, we were talking about my room being so hot and it's August and it's fucking hot. And she was saying like how hot it is. And I was like, yo, it's been hot. It's been so hot sometimes that sometimes I would wait. Like the first time it happened, I woke up and I thought I was dying what? because my throat closed up because it was so dry in my room. Fuck. And so, so at first I thought that I was dying in my sleep and I said, to myself just my luck i would be the one dying in his sleep and wake up in the middle of it by accident i would be like to be like wow like that's everybody's dream right to die in their sleep and i would be like dying in my sleep like what <laughs> like i would be that dude i would be that larry david to curb my fucking death enthusiasm like who would do that and usually when you have those dreams you wake up right before you fucking die yes yes so i'm happy i'm here you know sometimes i wake up and i'm like god damn but it's okay. It's okay to be jaded, and it's okay to get shaded. Anyway, do you guys have anything to add to that? No, I'm good to go. I would like no, to see no. a picture of your little uh, of the dog, though. 
Of course, we'll get a picture. We'll uh, we'll probably put on Instagram on the Instagram stories. Anama handles the stories. You guys are more than welcome to add to the stories as well. Get that going. Um, Harry handles the spark posts. Um, Oscar can do the spark posts as well. He's very talented in the graphic design. As you see, we've got some Comic-Con stuff that we got there. Um, shout out to Craig again. Uh, top Flight. Top Flight. Uh, top sorry. Flight underscore. Drinks. Flavors. I wanted to say that. Uh, top dry, uh, top light drinks. Uh, he's a cool guy. He is a great curator with food content, with alcohol, music, soca. Like Oscar said, we used to go to their annual barbecue, and it was a huge fest. It had a lot of things going on. Our friend Chris Matthews, shout out to him. We love him. Angela Matthews, his mother. And so we're going to get out of here. We're going to get some sh- – uh, we're going to shout out our – Social media, you can catch us on Twitter. That's Keep Up NY. Twitch, Keep Up NYC. We will be doing a live version of the show later in the year. Uh, not too soon, but soon enough. So keep that on the radar. I'm also on Twitch myself. If you want to catch me playing some video games, that's cool. Still been seen. Instagram, we have Keep Up NYC. We have Patreon, which we're going to get our pre-meetings on there. You'll be able to subscribe to that probably like around $5 a month. Not too much. It's better than your fucking uh, account that you have that you're jerking off to fans only, probably, that you're keeping away from your wife. <laughs> cool. If she checks your DMs, you can come on, run into us, man. You don't got to hide nothing from her. So anyway, uh, Facebook, we're keep, that's the official fan page. That is Keep Up Shut Up. Uh, we're gaining followers on that. Make sure our co-hosts are inviting people to that. That'd be great. And the lights are going out. Perfect. It's telling you to wrap up. Right, exactly. The Apollo stick. I'm on I'm on Instagram. Oscar's on Instagram. So is Harry. So that's Silver Insane. That's Osamalo. That's O-S-L-A-M-A-L-O. Then we got Pokemon Stoner. That's P-K-M-N Stoner. He lives up to the name. You heard him last week. Fucking <laughs> falling short on his fucking topics and falling right? We added that in there. We had to roast him a little bit for that. John, like I said, he's one of our engineers. That's Thundercat. Thundercat John.TTV on Twitch. That's Cat with a K. That's right. Cat with a K. Thank you. Then we got um, Neil, like I said, NS Comtex. Go get that computer fixed. Go get your fucking flashlight fixed. He could probably help you out with that too. Your fucking mechanical doll that you fucked to. Who knows, man? That movie, Her, was dope, by the way. I wish I could uh, jerk off to an operating system. But, and you know what? I like talking about jerk off a lot. So I need to really, like, uh, maybe I need to tone that down. <laughs> Not psych. <laughs> so let's do our outro. You better, you, Oscar. you better shut the. No, that's me. Wait, oh, wow. You're trying to play us right here? Come <laughs> on, guys. Anyway, you better shut the fuck up. Listen up. And keep up. With Oslo Malo. And still been seen. Over and out, homies.